This is the Momentum Podcast. There's very little that is more powerful than entrepreneurs making a contribution and changing the lives of those around them. In this episode of the Momentum Podcast, Alex is going to share with you the power of contribution and why he's on a quest to make a massive contribution and change the lives of as many entrepreneurs as he possibly can. I'm Alex Sharfin, and this is the Momentum Podcast, made for empire builders, game changers, trailblazers, shot takers, record breakers, world makers, and creators of all kinds. Those among us who can't turn it off and don't know why anyone would want to. We challenge complacency, destroy apathy, and we are obsessed with creating momentum so we can roll over bureaucracy and make our greatest contribution. Sure, we pay attention to their rules, but only so that we can bend them, break them, then rewrite them around our own own will. We don't accept our destiny. We define it. We don't understand defeat because you only lose if you stop and we don't know how. While the rest of the world strives for average and clings desperately to the status quo, we are the minority, the few, who are willing to hallucinate there could be a better future. And instead of just daydreaming of what could be, we endure the vulnerability and exposure it takes to make it real. We are the evolutionary hunters, clearly the most important people in the world, because entrepreneurs are the only source of consistent, positive human evolution, and we always will be. Last night, I had this amazing opportunity here from my office, sitting right here. I was able to to reach out through Zoom and spend a couple hours with the um, members of the Urban Leadership Foundation of Denver. And it was such a rush, you know, um, as a speaker, as an entrepreneur, you know, there's things that I absolutely love that like, I, I, I just, I get so much energy out of when I'm in front of a, a crowd in front of a stage and I get to sell and, you know, we, we announce an offer and people jump up and go to the back of the room. That is a massive rush. When I'm invited to speak at a major conference, like when Russell asked me to be at ClickFunnels a few years in a row, um, <laughs> man, there are very few rushes like that in, on the planet. Um, when I got to speak with Robin Sharma in Switzerland at his Titan summit with Sean Stevenson, I posted a picture of that earlier today, just cause I've been thinking about Sean and my mom a lot. And, um, they both passed away within about a week of each other last year, my mom and one of my closest friends, it was a rough year, but I remember these events. I remember these times where I got to, to share in, in such a profound way, but there's something about being able to volunteer speak. There's something about being able to create enough value in my presentations that it means something when I give them away that is just so incredibly motivating for me. You know, for the past few years, I've been able to speak for a number of different organizations. Um, one of them is American Dream University. I've spoken to thousands of transitioning military members. I've, I've gotten to speak to uh, entrepreneurs who don't really have the type of access that you and I have. And you know, those are the most motivating presentations for me. As I, I talk about it, I'm getting chills because it reminds me of, of when an entrepreneur changed the course of my life. Um, you know, I think I've told this story on the podcast before, but for some reason, I've just been thinking about it so much in the past couple of weeks with everything that we have going on in the world, really just the past couple months, with everything we have going on in the world, with all the controversy, with all the, the frustration, with all the, the conflict, man, the amount of conflict right now out there on social media and in the media and in politics and just in the general public is overwhelming. You know, I've made posts in the past few weeks that I thought were funny or where I was just trying to share a concept and somehow they've become political or divisive or frustrating for everybody and man, 
I know that feeling. And, you know, right now, more than ever, as entrepreneurs, the more we contribute to each other, the more we support each other, the more we're looking to look past or willing to look past our differences and help each other, the more we're going to change what's going on in the world right now. You know, I, I look at this crisis like every other crisis in history. What will happen, not what might happen, not what could happen, but what will happen is entrepreneurs like you and I are going to rise up above the noise, identify the opportunity, grab hold of it, make it real, get into momentum and take the world with us. We need you to. And sometimes for an entrepreneur, all they need is a push or some help or for someone to show up and accept them for everything that they are because that can give them everything. And so I felt so privileged to be able to be with, with this group last night. And a lot of that stems from, like I said earlier, when an entrepreneur changed my life. I was probably 10 or 11 years old. Um, it was the weekend, it was a rare weekend where I wasn't working with my dad, I was garage sailing with my mom. Uh, you know, I started working at a very young age and my parents did not have a lot of money when I was growing up. I don't think we were ever on government assistance. I, don't, I, I can't remember ever having been, but there were times where there wasn't a lot. And I'd say 90% of everything we ever bought was in a garage sale. I didn't really understand <laughs> when I was really young. I didn't really understand retail stores. I thought you just went and got stuff other people had used at their house. And um, even though I was really young, I had, you know, I was watching late night TV and in the 80s, you could not get away from the Tony Robbins infomercials. And, you know, you couldn't get away from, from Wayne Dyer on PBS, like over and over again, Dr. Wayne Dyer. And there was these people that I looked up to and my mom and I were at this garage sale and it was a really nice modern house. And there was a guy sitting behind like a folding table who ran the garage sale. And, and within a couple minutes of getting there, I had identified this box of audio tapes and books. And when I say audio tapes, this is old school. I mean, like magnetic media, cassette tapes, <laughs> 47. So this was over 30 years ago. And while we were at this garage sale, the box was marked $100. And while we were at the garage sale, I was following my mom around as she looked at all this guy's stuff and saying like, mom, this is why I need this box. This is why we need to buy this. You don't understand. Like one of those tape sets is worth $1,000. It had the, um, the original Anthony Robbins Unlimited Power series that he sold on late night TV for like 600 or 800. I can't remember how much. And, and then it also had Wayne Dyer and it had like stuff that I was, I, I wanted to, to listen and I wanted to have it so bad. And so this whole garage sale, I'm following following my mom around and selling her on why she should spend $100 on this. And to give you insight, I knew <laughs> how absolutely unrealistic what I was saying was. Uh, my parents didn't have a lot of money. And when we went garage sailing, sometimes my mom's budget would be 20 bucks. Sometimes it would be 50. Sometimes it would be 10. And we would go anyway because she'd find like shorts for 25 cents each or stuff for the house that really inexpensive. She'd bargain with people and get them to give her stuff. But for me to be asking for her to spend $100 on audio tapes and books was completely and totally unrealistic. And as I was begging her, I knew this, but I couldn't let go because once I looked in that box, I knew there was information that I needed. And, I, and I, I felt with my entire body that I wanted so badly to understand. And, you know, I was, I was 10 or 11 years old, so I was already failing miserably in school. I was failing socially. I, I didn't get along with other kids. You know, I have a 10-year-old now, Kennedy, who is going to be 11. I have a 13-year-old as well. And I see a lot of that in Kennedy, too. Like, she's not, she's not great socially. She's not, she's not great, like, with other people sometimes. She's so much better than I am, thank God. Um, but when we had her in school, she ran into a lot of the same problems I had. And 
so I, I now see what this looks like, uh, uh, you know, a, a generation later. And I remember thinking to myself, like I was going to do whatever it took to convince my mom to give me that box. And she just kept very kindly, but very firmly saying like, we're not going to spend a hundred dollars. And at one point she looked at me and just said, Alex, please, we don't have a hundred dollars. So it was like, I couldn't get it if I wanted to. And that probably calmed me down for 30 seconds. And I started back up of why I needed it and what it was going to do and how it would change things and why I wanted it so bad. And I remember I had my back to the table where the guy was sitting and my mom was kind of moving towards leaving the garage sale. And I had this feeling of like lost opportunity and I wasn't going to be able to get the box and I needed it so bad. And the opportunity was right there. And I felt like everything was just kind of crashing down in that moment. I was so frustrated. And then I heard a voice from behind me say, kid, you need this more than anybody I've ever met. And I turned around and it was the guy running the garage sale, holding this box and handing it to me. And I know my face looked shocked. I, I had no idea why he was doing this. I knew $100 was a really fair price for everything that was in that box. Just a few of the tape sets were worth well over $1,000 combined. And so I couldn't believe he was handing it to me. And in that moment, my mom started to say, oh, you don't have to do that. Like, he's okay. And I remember thinking like, mom, no, stop talking. Let this happen. And thankfully, that entrepreneur said, no, you know, your son needs this. And then he looked at me and he said, I'll make a deal with you. I will give you everything in this box if you promise me you will listen to the tapes and you will read the books and you will actually do the work. And I remember being like, oh, I promise I'll do it today. I'll listen to all of them. I won't stop. Like whatever I had to do to get that box, I knew that I needed the information. And as soon as I said that, he just handed it to me. And I remember getting this box and walking back to the car with it and thinking like somebody had just given me the keys to the kingdom. Like this was information. There was no way I was going to get anywhere else. And I couldn't believe how incredibly lucky I was, how, how like lightning had struck. And that day my life was going to change. I could feel it. And I went home that day and I started listening to those tapes and I listened to An Awakened Life with Dr. Wayne Dyer and Unlimited Power with Tony Robbins so many times that at one point I actually legitimately wore out one of the tapes. It was an audio cassette and it like started skipping and started having noises because I would walk around my house with an old school tape recorder. I don't know if you guys remember what it looked like, but it's like wide and narrow and had like popped up and you put the cassette tapes in. I would walk around my house with that big suitcase of a thing and a headphones, a single ear headphone attached to it, listening to these audio tapes. And I absolutely believe that that is so much of where my current success comes from. My current personality comes from like who I am comes from just that chance encounter with a person whose name I don't even know. When I was uh, 16 or 17 and I could drive, I went to try and find that guy's house. And I found it and I knocked on the door and he wasn't living there anymore. But I wanted so badly to find him and tell him just how dramatically he had changed my life, just how dramatically he had shifted things for me. And I never was able to. And so probably as a substitute for ever being able to say anything to that person, wherever I have the chance, and it makes sense for me, and it makes sense for the group, I volunteer my time. You know, I get paid up to $25,000 to speak. And my fees are anywhere from like 10 to $25,000. When I say up to $25,000, there's a range, you know, if I'm here at my house, but I don't have to travel, all those things. 
but it's gotten to the point where an hour of my time or two hours of my time is worth $10,000 to $25,000. So the fact that I can give that away and volunteer it and be able to have an impact on people is everything. It just, it, I was so excited to speak last night and I spoke from 7.30 to about 9.30. That is well past my bedtime. I had a hard time going to sleep because contribution really does create momentum. And contribution really does change things. And in the world that we're in right now, we need more contribution person to person than we ever have before. We need kindness and compassion and empathy and support for each other because we are in this situation, whether we want to admit it or not, that nationally, locally, globally is completely overwhelming. And when we reach out and help each other, when we reach out and support each other, that's where we create momentum between us and that's where we help each other move forward. And so uh, I just wanna thank Ryan Ross and Lisa um, Girafi last night who, who set up that presentation for me and allowed me to be there. I wanna thank everyone at the Urban Leadership Foundation of Denver for the attention, for the time, for being such a gracious audience and for helping me get the momentum that I felt last night. You know, I always say, uh, when you help someone else, the fastest way to give, get momentum is to give it to somebody else. And what I mean by that is the fastest way to get yourself into momentum is to help somebody else, to move someone else forward, to make a contribution to somebody. You will feel it to your soul. You will feel it to your core. And I think that's why I'm sharing this because I want you to remember that even at a time like this where everything feels overwhelming or everything can be overwhelming, and maybe you're experiencing personal challenges and, and issues and things that are going on for yourself. There's so much uncertainty and so much ambiguity right now. It would be weird if you weren't. But even at a time like this, if we can take just a second and, and make a kind comment on Facebook, support somebody in a different way, reach out and help someone, reach out to someone you know might be struggling because the more we reach out and help someone else, the more that contribution creates momentum for us and it's just something I want us all to remember as entrepreneurs. And uh, if you've been a listener of this podcast for a while, I just want to tell you I appreciate you. And we recently found out we were number 78 for the momentum for the entrepreneurial personality type was number 78 in business worldwide. And we're in the top 1,000 of all 800,000 podcasts worldwide, which is overwhelming and incredibly exciting. When I saw that this week on the charts, I'm like blown away that we got into the top 100. So as a listener to our podcast, I just want to, I want to thank you personally for, for helping us, for supporting us, for helping us grow this thing. And I have a request. If this podcast has meant something to you, if, if there's been an episode that's changed your life or improved your life in some way, I would really appreciate it if you could leave us a rating and a review. If you could give us a, a, a you know, the rating that you feel is appropriate, I would prefer it was five star. <laughs> and and give us a review. Um, I, I read all of those. My team reads all of those. We haven't had a lot of them recently. So we kind of have a review drive to see like, what is this podcast really doing for people? And if, if you do, just let me know like what this podcast has done for you. How has it changed things for you? Has it improved things for you? Has the Momentum podcast actually fulfilled the goal of giving you momentum? I would love to, I, I can't wait to read your review. I appreciate you, uh, you making it and thanks for being here with me today.